Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Montreal have the number one overall pick and hosting the draft this year. What's that town? going through this week uh well you know what ron i get the sense that it's going to be a real party here this week considering that this has been two years in the making to to witness what happens on thursday night when they uh when kent hughes or whoever announces the first overall pick first time since uh, since since doug wickenheiser back in the early 80s this is the rod peterson show hey it sure is hello canada welcome to the rp show where's my bell we're on the air. It's your favorite daytime sports and entertainment talk show. We're coming to you live, as you see again, from a Rodeo Arena. Cody Snyder's bull busting here in Calgary. What's today? Day three coming up tonight of uh, Canada's best bull riders and the rank is bulls. It's just been fantastic. There's a lot of things going on in sports today. We had a very fun night last night. I'm going to recap here as we bring in our lovely and talented co-host, Darren Moose DuPont. Yeah, uh, a beautiful day. The great hair. The sun is out, Moose. It's another day in Western Canada where you just, it's like a box of chocolates. <laughs> you don't know what you're going to get. No, you don't. you got to wait 15 minutes, and it just seems to change all the time. But it was completely cloudy about, you know, 15 minutes ago, and now it's sunny and beautiful. And we knew it was going to be warm, but another great day. You know, we're going to get into the Quick 6 Show uh, topics right away. I'm going to tell you a little bit of who the guests are going to be today. Clint Bubba O'Neill is going to join us from CHCH-TV Hamilton and the host of the Cats podcast. Talk about their 0-4 start. Steven Stamp will be with us, our lacrosse insider, into Hour 2. And I'm going to tell you about that rodeo clown. And I don't. most people wouldn't want to be called a clown. Yeah. I don't think it's a, it's a compliment. Brinson James of Gainesville, Florida, doesn't matter. He's the greatest entertainer, rodeo clown I've ever seen. With apologies to the clowns that I know. He's going to be with us an hour or two as he's just been wowing the crowds here at Bull Buston. And, and one other thing, it's called The Rod Peterson Show. So we're going to tell Rod Peterson stories. And we were building up quite a bit last night's Ferrari 296 GTS unveiling of this brand new car. As you know, I'm not the biggest car guy, Moose. Never really have been. I drive a 1975 Jeep, and I'm just fine with it. Yeah. Nothing too fancy. I'm not fancy. Well, we went out to this mansion last night in Springbank, a $7 million mansion, and the reason I know it's listed for sale, they're unveiling the latest line of uh, this Ferrari car. And as it turned out, I, I said to Moose, we only had two tickets for myself and Lee, but you could have come. I could have I snuck you in. It was one of those kinds of things, you know? Yeah. It was, it, while the people there were the elite, they were still not that fancy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, it was good. I met a lot of great people last night, and people are asking if I 
was going to drive one of the cars. I'm not really interested in driving one of the cars. There's a lot of power in those things. Oh, yeah. I feel like I would just touch the gas and end up in the ditch, <laughs> you know. So I want to thank Ferrari of Alberta for having us there. And <clears throat> I got I to gotta be honest because we're going to get this. It's our poll question feeds off of that, okay? And that is, what are you going to be following tonight in sports? You. The options for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center are the NHL Draft, which I'm going to get into right away. Round one of the NHL Draft goes tonight from Centre Bell in Montreal. Two, the Canadian Football League, because it kicks off tonight, and Moose and I are going to be there in Edmonton. The Stampeders are in town. Three, Major League Baseball, because the Blue Jays open a series at Seattle, or other. Whatever it is, you tell us the other. And this is what concerns me about the Canadian Football League is I'm new to Calgary. I don't know if the Mucky Mucks would have ever have been talking about the CFL, but what they were talking about last night was Johnny Goodrow. And the interesting thing is Calgary's learning about me, right? I morph the hockey community and the football community and the Mucky Muck community, but I can also walk into the Souls Harbor Mission and talk with a homeless guy with schizophrenia and have an on-the-level conversation. As you know, I can talk to anybody. They weren't talking about... Bo Levi Mitchell and the Stampeders at Edmonton tonight. They're talking about Johnny Gaudreau. And I can report from the hockey community. It sounds like Moose, and I don't. you talk to different people yep. than I do. Go Johnny Go's decision has been made up. He knows. He's not telling anybody. It feels that way, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's I mean, the sense we get. That's the sense we get. The only other outside part of that is that, you know, maybe he wants to see what's out there um, in free agency and has this backup plan of coming back to Calgary. But I think, I think I'm with you, like, and what you're hearing is, you know, he's kind of made his mind up and knows what he wants to do, and here's, you know, we'll find out if he's going to get it. Yeah, I don't think they're going to like what they hear. And, and by the way, Johnny Gaudreau will sign. Uh, they don't know specifically the team. They're saying maybe Philly, maybe New Jersey, but not here. Calgary fans will move on and forget about Johnny Gaudreau. Now look at his era here and go, did that really happen? Yeah. Oh, he didn't really want to be here. We were, it looked like he didn't want to be here, and now we know that he doesn't want to be here. Unless he does resign, but it doesn't sound like that's going to happen. So that was the buzz last night. And for those that knew, I borrowed a blazer from Lee Genier, our COO. I wore Wrangler jeans, and I wore a very nice Under Armour golf shirt, uh, sky blue. And the Italian dress shoes that look like cowboy boots, just so you know. And I felt bad, but as they said to me at the crew, this has been a Calgary look since forever. <laughs> Jeans and a blazer. Yeah. So let's go. Giddy up. Yahoo. Kevin Costner is going to be in town tonight. Can you hit the quick six show horn, please, Director Jordan? Please and thank you. How about that? It's about the hype. It's about the sizzle. And for me, the NHL has that. That's, you know, quick six. We're talking about the topics that are of importance to me for the first time since 2019. General managers from all 32 NHL teams will be in attendance this time in Montreal for first the first round of the 2022 NHL draft. Due to the COVID, the 2020 and 21 drafts were held in a remote format with teams convening via video conferences. The Montreal Canadiens get the first pick today, followed by the New Jersey Devils, the Arizona Coyotes, and then the Seattle Kraken. All I really care about is number one. I made the mistake of dabbling. I just Googled NHL mock draft. Yeah. Why did I do that? There's only one guy who I really care who's mock draft, and that's Craig Buttons, and he's got Shane Wright going number one. But I'm getting excited about the draft just from the hype of what I'm seeing on TV because I'm sitting here watching Sports Center, I'm watching Sportsnet Connected, and all my pals are down there covering it. 
And I said in our Instagram story this morning, previewing the show, that I'm going to say some things today that probably won't be popular, but I don't care. It's my show. Shane Wright probably will go number one overall. Yeah. You know, and that's what our poll said. I'm watching him in the scrum with the media yesterday. He's the shortest guy in the scrum. And the reporters aren't 6'4". I know those guys, too. Like, he's he's not very big. Watched him in the World Juniors live. Seen his OHL highlights. And listen, I'm not a scout. I'm not going to say who. I'm not drafting. Your number one overall pick should be. And Connor Bedard's not going to wow anybody with his size either. But this guy isn't Connor Bedard. He's, he's not really wowing anybody. And I look at the uh, Slovak, Slavkowski. Yeah. He looks like he's cut out of mountain. He looks like Ivan Dragic from Rocky Three. Yeah. And and I don't know if he's a good player or not, but he looks great. He just like chiseled jaw, just he's huge. <laughs> Barely speak English. They're like, what do you think of Montreal? He goes, Lots traffic. <laughs> How about Did you that? see that interview? Lots traffic. Uh, can he play? Yeah. Can he play hockey? Yeah, so I don't know. Well, it's interesting. Yeah, like Shane Wright, right? He had the exceptional status yeah. in the O. And so we've, we've heard his name for a long time. That's why it's a sexy choice. Every team, every time you get first overall pick, you look at Montreal Canadiens, their fan base, you want a generational talent, right? So we hype up these players to make everybody going first overall feel like a generational talent. You know, when you think about the real generational talents, they don't come along that often. Yeah. I mean, Connor McDavid. Sidney Crosby, right? You can look at Ovechkin and Nathan McKinnon at top of drafts, but it's really it. There have been some really great players that have come out, but, you know, Bedard's the next one. I don't know if Shane Wright is going to be a generational, light the world on fire talent. We've seen that with Alexi Lafreniere, right? He got, you know, kind of that label too, and we heard his name as a first overall pick for a long time. Um, but Shane Wright's got that same kind of vibe, and I don't, I don't expect him to come in and be a McDavid. Montreal is in win-now mode, and for that reason, or not win-now, but they're in rebuild mode, mm-hmm. and I would, I'd trade the pick. If you, don't, if you don't, I'm sure they know who they're going to take number one, but nobody else knows. That's the big thing. They've been playing up all week. Trade the pick. Get better now, um, because I don't believe Shane Wright's a generational player. That's the first thing that that I don't think people are going to like, but I'm okay with it. Um, our NHL coverage, by the way, these glasses are extremely dark that I'm wearing. I can barely see through <laughs> to my screen. Our NHL coverage is always for Bronco Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. Tell them Rod sent you. They'll give you 10% off. To schedule maintenance or to learn more about our services, call 306-781-2090 or visit us at broncoplumbing.com. Uh, 2.2, I've split it up into two. We are going to talk about the Canadian Football League. Uh, Leading the poll, people said they'll be following the CFL more tonight than anything else, and that is the Edmonton Elks, home to the Calgary Stampeders. I read the game notes, which makes me an expert. All the numbers are pointing to Calgary winning this game. I think uh, Bo Levi Mitchell, my buddy, is 14-4 all-time against Edmonton. Edmonton's lost nine in a row at home. What is it, 3.5 spread for Calgary at Bet Regal? Yeah. Everything's pointing to Calgary winning, which tells you they probably won't. But uh, we're going to be there. Thank you, Elks. It's a 7 p.m. kickoff. The weather's supposed to be bad, I guess, so we're not going to have our tailgate this time. The Rod Peterson Show will do a tailgate another time. And the other point is the Montreal Alouettes. Earthquake. Earthquake went off in the Canadian Football League yesterday, and that's where I'm going to ask your opinion and the viewers. 
the Montreal Alouettes fired their head coach and uh, defensive coordinator. Kahari Jones, the head coach, the defensive coordinator, Baron Miles. Know them both very well. We had him in Saskatchewan. I worked with him. And uh, Danny Machocha, the general manager, fired them and replaced uh, him. He's going to be the head coach. And we'd been hearing rumblings forever out of Montreal that this was going to happen. There was heat on Kahari Jones. And I'll be honest, I'm not the smartest guy. I don't purport myself to be, but I've been around this league a very long time. And I thought, Kahari Jones, A, trying to find a photo of him for our website, rodpeterson.com, without a smile is very hard to find. Very hard. You know what I mean? He's always smiling. He's just that kind of guy. He's a player's coach. Here's my take on this firing. I don't like it. I've been around Danny Machocha a long time, and I like Danny Machocha. He has, what I tell you last night, he has a, for those that know, a Pat Fiacco type of Italian charm. He really does. He's the mayor, the most popular mayor in Regina history. Another Italian guy. Smiling, nice guy. But what does John Lynch say? Nice guys run the Kinsman Club. I'm not sure this was a good move for the Montreal Alouettes. And when you see players current and pa- uh, current and uh, past go to social media to poo-poo a move like this, it tells you that this was probably not a good decision. The players know. If the players thought Kahari Jones should be fired, they wouldn't say anything because they know. People are going, this is going to cue the downfall of the Montreal Alouettes is what I'm trying to say. And if you go back, I know Danny Machocha won a great cup in Edmonton. But overall, I don't think his one-loss record is above even 500. I'd have to go look it up. I just don't think this is a good move for the Montreal Alouettes. You always say your record is what you are. But when you look behind the curtain, I mean, this team was off to a pretty good start. I mean, you lose on the last second missed field goal. You know, there's a couple of games there that you probably should have won, but should have won doesn't mean anything, right? I mean, that's that's that. But, you know, it felt like in the last couple of seasons under Kari that the Montreal Alouettes had gone from a team that didn't have an identity post-Anthony yes. Calvillo, and they were on the uprise. They were starting to find their way again. And it seemed like it was the team on the rise. But when you bring in new ownership, Danny Machocha's there. If it's not your guy, if they knew that Kahari wasn't their guy and they didn't like his style or he just wasn't the right guy they wanted in that role, then there's no amount of things that good things that Kahari can do to ever win their trust, Right. So if he's not their guy, they got to find the guy that they want. And unfortunately, Kahari and Barron end up being out. I don't think that they're a bad team. I just look at, uh, yeah, they're 1-3. and three. We all know the results in a fluke loss in their uh, Week 2 game in Toronto. Whatever. I know that Kahari Jones walked into Montreal when it was a disaster. Kavis Reed traded first picks from now to first round picks from now to Kingdom Come for Johnny Manziel. How about that? The Hamilton Tiger Cats... We're literally like, we'll drive Johnny Manziel to Montreal if you want him, Montreal. And the Alouettes gave him, a, what, three, three first-round picks, I think? Mm-hmm. And I just wonder how much due diligence was done by Cavus Reed on Johnny Manziel, who had to meet all those assurances that he was going to have to meet to play in the CFL, and he didn't comply with any of them. Yeah. Because the day he was acquired, Johnny Manziel in Montreal, a good friend of mine, and you know him, from Montreal, called me, and he's like, hey, Rod, I'm, is Johnny Manziel supposed to be drinking? I'm like, uh, I don't think so. He goes, I'm looking at him right now on St. Catharines. He's drinking. That's the day of the trade. I'm like, uh, I don't know what to tell you. So there was a disaster left behind by Cavus Reed. That's what led to his firing. And Kahari comes in and turns it all around. As far as I'm concerned, they've been in the playoffs the last two years. So, again, 
Danny Machoch is the boss. He's a Montreal guy. He is the, um, I don't know what the French term would be for talk of the town, toast of the town, the local favorite. So I guess for the Alouette's sake and Danny Machoch's, I hope it works out. But I don't think Kahari Jones deserved to lose his job. But as you said, Kahari wasn't his guy. Yeah. Happens all the time. Happens all the time. Uh, our CFL coverage, of course, for Edo Japan. From hand-rolled sushi to bento box meals made with their famous teriyaki sauce, Edo Japan's menu has something for everyone. Point three, the Toronto Blue Jays have pressed refresh ahead of their four-game series against the surging Mariners in Seattle. The Blue Jays closed a forgettable series against the Oakland A's with a 2-1 win on Wednesday in which they got timely hitting and solid pitching. Lefty Marco Gonzalez will pitch for the Mariners tonight. Well, the Blue Jays haven't said who will start in place of Kevin Gosman, who's trying to recover from an ankle injury. We got more, including Baker Mayfield, now a Carolina Panther. Moose said he could talk about it all day. You might have to. <laughs> when we come back, we're live from Cody Snyder's Bull Bustin. Day three, live on Game Plus Television. We're also live streaming on YouTube and 24-hour sports radio streaming now and all day at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Oh, yeah, Yahoo! Gearing up for the Calgary Stampeded, the first post-pandemic. There's a very good look. Aerial coverage, of course, practically as always by Bronco Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. And before I jump back into the Quick 6 show topics, the Moose is with us here. Uh, if you can bring him on. We've got texts have come into the text line from Minnesota. The land of a thousand lakes, Moose, from Jeff Pearson. Says, love your show location today. <laughs> Did you know that we aired in Minnesota? I did not. No, I do now, though. Is he, like, is this the Ozarks? Uh, that is in um, Kansas, is it not? I think. Somebody do a fact check. He's but... in Minnesota at the lake. Amazing. Uh, thanks for watching, Jeff. Yes, we are live from a rodeo arena. Cody Snyder's bull busting. And probably on Friday I'll get Cody on the air. He has been a busy guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, one thing... Cody Snyder is a brand. I think it's so cool. I was actually watching uh, Ty Murray's bull busting last night from Texas. I'm like, Ty's got the same thing going that Cody Snyder's got going. Yeah. These guys are brands. Big time. Before they even knew what a brand was. I know. Speaking of, John Lynch was a brand before we knew what a brand was. John Frenzy. I talked to him this morning, the Hall of Fame Rough Rider broadcaster, and I thought I would pass along because everybody asks, how's Lynch doing and what's he thinking? The CFL game Friday night at Mosaic Stadium in Saskatchewan. John says it's a trap game, a trap game for Saskatchewan. He still thinks they'll win, Moose, but he thinks they better not overlook the winless Ottawa Red Black. Okay. Trap game. I can see it. It's good to hear from John. Yes. I'm glad you got the update. He's doing great. Good. Brady is watching in the Bridge City. He says, Shane Wright Day. Hopefully the Habs find a way to move into the top 10 through a smart trade to acquire another top player. We'll be in an exciting draft with hopefully some trades mixed in. And he says, I got the Stamps winning tonight. The poll question, of course, is what will you be following tonight? As I mentioned earlier, these glasses are so dang dark, Moose. I can't even see through them. 
Man. Uh, what are they saying on YouTube, Clark? What are they going to be following tonight? NHL draft, CFL, Major League Baseball, or other? The, the majority saying the Canadian Football wow. League. On Twitter, the majority saying the NHL draft. Yeah. So it's, welcome to Canada, CFL, NHL. And uh, before I move back on, thanks for reminding me about Manjeet Minhas. I appreciate that. You got it. Last night at the Ferrari event. When I say the elite, they're the richest of the rich. It was made very clear to me. Do you know some people you look at and you can just tell they have millions, if not billions? Yes. You and I don't have that look. No. Uh, These folks did. You just look at them and they look rich. Yeah. So our American viewers won't have any idea what this is. They don't know who the dragons are at all from Dragon's Den. But Manjeet Minhas was there from the Minhas family, the brewery, the liquor distillery, the fourth largest liquor distributor in Canada, ninth in North America. Manjeet, she is on Dragon's Den. She's one of the, it's Canada's version of the shark tank. In America, they call her a shark. Yeah. She's a dragon in Canada. Her brother, Ravinder, I've gotten to be pretty good friends with him. He's on the Calgary Stampede Board of Directors. So, so close are we that I call him Ravi. So he introduced me to his sister, Manjeet. And I'm going to tell you something. I watched Dragon's Den. I'm not stupid. I was a little intimidated to meet her. Yeah. She's an ice queen on that show. Oh, yeah. She's a ball buster. Oh, yeah. Manjeet Minhas. It's all for TV, brah. She's just down down home as they get. That, that was the sense that I got. Again, go to my Instagram, Facebook. You'll see the photo of me and her. Yeah. She was showing off whoops, a Calgary Stampeder ring. There was a whole bunch of their family, like a lot of them there. And one of the guys, I had a Rough Rider Grey Cup ring. Lee had a Stampeders Grey Cup ring. And this guy, one of them, one of the mean houses said, you got a BC Lions Grey Cup ring? Do you know what I said? What? I don't think they make them. <laughs> but I'm boom. How about that? I said it. Hell and then yes. you wonder why I don't get invited back to these things. I know. I did say that. I can't help myself. Uh, I'm probably going to take off my... Why would he think you would have a BC ring? He didn't have any idea who I was. That's why. Yeah. Manjeet, however, says she's seen this show. Oh, that's amazing. Yep, I I heard her say that to Lee. So she's a dragon, and she's cool, and she's not that tall either. On television, they make him build him up to look... Oh, they yeah. shoot up at him and make him look really tall and big. We saw that in uh, in uh, Maverick, Top Gun. They make Tom Cruise look like he's six foot four. He's five seven. He's like smaller than me. Yeah, that's right. Uh, as we continue the quick six show topics here, Baker Mayfield's wild four year ride in Cleveland is over. This is topic four. The number one overall pick in 2018, Mayfield was traded Wednesday by the Browns, who moved on from the divisive quarterback months ago and finally sent him to the Carolina Panthers for a future draft pick. Mayfield, who was pushed out of his starting job amid the Browns' pursuit of Deshaun Watson, is going to Carolina for a conditional draft pick in 2024 or 2025. The Browns are paying $10.5 million of Baker's $18.8 million deal this year. The Panthers will pay $4.8 million, and Mayfield will take a $3.5 million pay cut. 
Uh, Mayfield can earn back some of the money through incentives. Also, if the if he plays 70% of Carolina snaps next season, the pick the Browns are receiving will be a fourth rounder in 2024. You can look at this in football terms, and you will. I'm looking at it in life terms in a lot of ways because we do have a lot of NFL fan viewers and obviously the Americans. From a non-football thing, I can't. I just want to stand up and applaud Baker Mayfield because we had mentioned we came into this week saying, USA Today is reporting that the Browns and Baker Mayfield are trying to reconcile. Nate Davis, the writer that I respect a lot, wrote that. We look back now and go, well, the Browns tried, and Baker said no. And you know what he did? He said, you can't treat me that way. That's what he did. I'm not going back. Trade me. So the Browns are in a lot of trouble, whether you want to believe it or not, because I don't think Deshaun Watson's going to be quarterbacking this year. But what I'm saying is I've been following the Browns closely because of the Chris Jones thing. He was there for two seasons. Baker Mayfield was his quarterback. They went to the playoffs and they upset Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh and that AFC divisional game. I don't understand why people are down on Baker Mayfield, the divisive quarterback. So what? He wears his heart on his sleeve. He would have laid down, walked through fire for the Cleveland Browns franchise, and they treated him like shit. And he said, you can't do that to me. I'm out. And I love it. Because he's not even the number one guy necessarily in Carolina. They still have Sam Darnold. I know. So, And, of course, Cleveland plays Carolina in, in uh, week one. Of course. How, how, <laughs> how about that? Are you going to tell me? Baker Mayfield isn't going to outplay Sam Darnold in Carolina in training camp? It's a good situation, for sure. And it's an opportunity for Baker. I mean, it was pointed out to me, too, you know, as I'm watching some of the coverage, Tom Brady might not be in Tampa after this year. All of a sudden, you know, you look at Baker and the Carolina Panthers in that division, he might be the best quarterback in the division, you know, going into the following year, next year. So... He goes to a really great spot, and sometimes you don't realize it until you get out that the grass is actually greener. We always think the grass might be greener, but you get over there to, to Carolina and realizes this is going to be a great situation. Yeah, they're on a bit of a rebuild, but they've got some pieces. They've got a great all-star Pro Bowl running back. They've got some pieces there. They've got a couple. He's got a couple of weapons in his receiving core, and they're a group that's on the rise. So I think it's going to be a really good, positive situation for Baker. So, again, I go back, and that's the football terms, and this is a football trade, but it's also life. And, I listen, again, I'm going to get real about something for a second, and you know this story because I told you. I'm not going to drop too many names, but last night at this Ferrari event, I met the richest people of the city, and I kind of felt out of place. I'm going to be honest. With you. I, well, of course I felt out of place. And I people say, no, you're not out of place. You're invited for a reason, blah, 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 blah. I met a lady that worked in pro sports, and she told me she hadn't anymore, but she did at one time, and she said how she came around later in the night and said, can I talk to you one-on-one? I said, yeah, sure. And we sat at the kitchen table, and she said, of all the people here tonight, they would all wish that they could, not one of them could have a real conversation like we're having right now. Right? It's all about money. It's all about the mansion, the cars. She goes, but to have a real conversation like this right now, means so much and and back to the thing in in pro sports she goes i didn't realize that in pro sports you're expendable i didn't realize that she goes it took me a long time to realize you're just expendable and 
Baker Mayfield pushed back and said, I am not expendable. That's what I respect about this whole situation. Yeah. Most players probably would have reconciled with their team in that situation, don't you think? Well, season opportunity would have been an opportunity to be the starting quarterback, to help him oh, out, yeah. to, you know, pad his resume a little bit. But his integrity was worth more than that. Right? At least to him. There you go. No, no. How and he waited that? a long time, Roddy. He waited a long time. Oh, yeah. He didn't know the trade was coming. We talked about... He wouldn't have played this year. Talked about Seattle as a destination. Well, that didn't happen. That door closed. Talked about <laughs> New Orleans. That door wasn't opening. We, You know, he waited. They're not that far. A month out of training camp and less than a month from training camp. And Carolina comes up with wow. a trade, and now he's got a good situation. Again, I'm reading USA Today today, and they've got winners and losers of the Baker Mayfield trade. Two huge winners were Geno Smith and Drew Locke. Yes. <laughs> because he's not going to Seattle, right? So the viewers are writing in, Ted and Red Deer, great for Baker. From JT, good on Baker Mayfield for standing up for himself. Jeff in Winnipeg, good for Baker. Not a fan, but good for him for standing up. From Tag Abbott, Rod, you are personality rich. Ferrari, <laughs> cash poor. Keep it up. No, no, I, I'll say this, then I'll move on. I said to Darren, what's up, Clark? Hello? Where, where's that sound coming from? Okay. So I said to Darren, this is, what, this is how I know that I'm going to a new stage of my life. I was in New York at intervention training, Manhattan, Times Square, in a conference room. I was like this in my chair. <laughs> and this lady came, learning to, do, to become a licensed interventionist, which I am. And I, the lady said, are you okay? Her name was Zan. She's from Los Angeles. And I said, I don't, I don't, I don't belong here. She said, why not? And I said, there are treatment center workers, clinicians, doctors, psychiatrists. I don't have any of that. And she said, you were invited here for a reason. Get out of the way. Let it happen. And from that, it was just like somebody, it was like that warm water pail feeling. Somebody, that warm feeling flushed over me. Yeah. That's what I got last night. I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't belong here. <laughs> and they're all like, yes, you do. We invited you here. And that was the Ferrari people. I don't get it either. Should I move on? Let it happen. Let it, ha let it happen. Yeah, let it happen. Point five, the upcoming, the upcoming NHL regular season will start in Europe with the first games in Canada not coming for another five days. The NHL announced its schedule Wednesday with the Nashville Predators and San Jose Sharks kicking off the season October 7th in Prague. They say the most beautiful city in the world. I've heard. That's what the hockey people tell me. The first North American games are scheduled for October 11th with the Tampa Bay Lightning visiting the New York Rangers and the Los Angeles Kings hosting the Vegas Golden Knights, Canada's team. A pair of Canadian showdowns are part of a six-game schedule on October 12th with the Toronto Maple Leafs visiting the Montreal Canadiens and the Edmonton Oilers hosting the Vancouver Canucks. Those two matchups were also the first Canadian contest of the 2021 season. Sens begin their season on the road October 13th in Buffalo. The same day, the Calgary Flames open at home against the Stanley Cup champion Colorado Avalanche. The Winnipeg Jets open the season October 14th at home against the Rangers. All seven Canadian teams will be in action January 21st for Hockey Day in Canada. We're going to Hamilton next. Moose, I'll see you in hour two. Sounds good. What a wonderful day it is. The sun is out. 
at Cody Snyder's Bull Bustin here at the Gray Eagle Resort and Casino on the beautiful Sutina Nation. We'll be right back. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus Television Network. YouTube Live and 24-hour sports radio streaming now at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. We're live from Calgary, 24 hours away from the vaunted Calgary Stampede Parade. Kevin Costner of Yellowstone fame is the parade marshal in 2022. It's going to be big fun. We're brought to you in part by Edo Japan. Man, oh man, Edo Japan. They're fast and friendly service, plus online ordering options. It's easy and convenient when you're on the go. Edo Japan online ordering options. Speaking of convenient and easy, let's go to Hamilton. Clint Bubba O'Neill joins us from CHCH TV and the Tie Cats podcast. How you doing, Bubba? Can he hear us? Why can I not hear Bubba? Can you guys hear? They're, hang on. They're telling us uh, they're working on it and to give them just one second. We got him now? We got him now? We all hooked up now? Yes, we got you, Bubba. I can hear you. Okay, All I got right. you, Bubba. All right. There we go. We'll dispense, we'll dispense with the, the hellos and the howdy-do's. Let's go right to the heart of the matter. The Hamilton right. Tiger Cats are winless. What is going on? <laughs> I wish that would be uh, so easy to explain, my good friend. Uh, one word, really. It's turnovers, right? You can't turn the football over. I mean, what is the golden rule of football? Uh, if you lose the turnover battle, you lose 75% of the games. And in the Tiger Cats case this time, they've lost 100% of their games. They're just not playing well on offense either. Uh, Dane Evans expected to really produce a lot more. I know he's thrown for a lot of yardage, but he's just not getting into the end zone. So something's got to happen there. This bye week probably comes at a good time for a good time for the team to kind of go away, separate, reevaluate, look at the tape, all the things that you – we all the say in the football world, but at the end of the day, you can't turn the ball over. You can't give up a 24-point lead at home uh, to Calgary and then do the same uh, to the Edmonton Elks, a team that hadn't even won a game. You're up 19-9 to at halftime. Um, the, these are look-in-the-mirror situations, and I expect that they will bounce back when they host Ottawa, which will be a real fun one, Evans versus Masoli. Absolutely, but I'm just wondering, Bubba, our viewers, I speak on behalf of them, wondering what is the buzz in Hamilton because you know well, you're from there. You know what a great CFL town it is. Are they saying, we yeah. kept the wrong quarterback? I've seen that, right? We should have kept Jeremiah Masoli. Or I'm seeing Speedy B knew what he was doing when he was leaving. Like, uh, are those things you're hearing as well, I would assume? Well, well. It's not like the Argos are doing much better, right? In fact, that whole East Division is an absolute mess. Rod, why is it consistently the West is the best in the Canadian Football League? This has been going on for a number of years, and that crossover is probably going to end up being a West team anyway. But yeah, there is a buzz right now. It's disappointment, Rod. I mean, you lose back-to-back breakup games. Uh, yes, some teams poach some of the players. That's going to happen in free agency in every single sport. But the base, the the base of the team is still there. This is still a good football team with some big names. So they're all underperforming right now. But I will say this, Rod: I'd rather have them underperform in the first four games of the season and not the last four. 
Well, so I wonder. It's interesting you say that. That sounds like a script you're reading right off the Ticats podcast. But you're right. When you have the early losses, it puts you to go back to the drawing board, what's the thinking cap on, and figure this stuff out, as opposed to the teams that are out to the early wins. Maybe the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. That covers warts, right? Like, do you believe the Bombers are for real at 4-0, given the way that they won on Monday Night Football in Toronto? It doesn't matter how they win these games. They're 4-0, and I don't know you know that. And This is about winning, right? And whether it's their strong defense that one week wins them a game or Zach Caleros lights it up. I mean, I was actually reminded in that victory of how good Zach Caleros, that win-loss record, uh, David Naylor talked about. He's got like a 950 win percentage over two seasons with the Bombers. I mean, it's stupid. This is a guy that played for the Riders. This is a guy who didn't play much, obviously, because of Simone Lawrence and <laughs> with the Riders and obviously had a shot at the Argos, didn't even get to the field, and he was dismissed after an 0-8 start in 2017 with the Ticats. So he's reborn. They believe uh, they're hot. They got the best team, maybe the best coach. Um, you know, you talked about some of the things that Hamilton are talking about, right? some of the fans. And, of course, there's going to be the fanatical fans. Some are talking about Coach O. Maybe he needs to be changed. I don't think that. What did he, he was coach of the year two seasons ago. Did he forget how to coach? But then again, I'm asking that same question in Montreal, what happened yesterday. Crazy stuff in the CFL. Actually, that was where I was going next was I think we'd heard the rumblings that Kahari Jones was in trouble in Montreal. But but until it actually happens, you don't know whether to believe it or not. And I'm not really in favor of it because I'm a Kahari Jones fan uh, personally and professionally. And I'm not sure that Mm -hmm. Danny Machocha could do any better of a job than Kahari, to be honest with you. Uh, What's your read on that? And what are they saying in the hammer about the division rivals changing coaches? Well, it, it is a bit of a surprise, and you know, Kahari spent a very short time as a player in Hamilton and really got to know him and what a quality individual he is, and he was a good quarterback in his day as well. Uh, you know what? He's done all the right things, been the assistant, uh, an assistant coach, been an offensive coordinator, and he graduated, rightfully so, to get that position. I remember when they hired Hastings in Montreal. What a disaster that was, and he took over and steadied the ship and got the team to the playoffs in two seasons. So, uh, you know, it, again, in the early season, of the CFL, no one's running away from each other, as they said in the East Division. Surprised they pulled the plug. But with that said, our good friend and former colleague Justin Dunk had said this a long time ago that Danny Machocha was looking for any excuse to get his guy in there as the head coach and not uh, and not the likes of Kahari Jones, who he inherited when he became the general manager. All I know is I hope. And this is something I know you've discussed about when it comes to hockey um, and several other sports. I hope that whoever they get to be the head coach, it sounds like Machocha, will finish out the season. Is a new guy, a new blood. Are we going to recycle another guy that we've seen at, at, at three other stops in the Canadian Football League? How about the guy in Laval, Constantine? How about bringing him up? Like, let's let's see some new blood coaching some of these teams in the CFL. One of the big complaints I'm hearing from people that criticize the CFL is it's the same guys over and over and over again. So let's see what happens here. And as I said, I think Kahari Jones gets a job somewhere real quick, maybe as an OC. It's the same thing over and over again. I'd like to see more teams, more new coaches. Don't get me going there. That's uh, we, we could go on for hours. Uh, we only got 90 seconds. Uh, how many OHL games this year did you watch uh, in Hamilton? And is and I ask because I wonder, is Shane Wright, would you be taking him number one? Is he that good? Is he a number one overall talent? 
Yeah, well, obviously seeing pretty much almost every single Bulldogs game this year and still brooding about that a little bit and what happened in the Memorial <laughs> Cup. I mean, how do we keep losing to the host team in back-to-back years? Because we beat all the WHL champions. We beat the, the Quebec champions in 2018 in Regina and did the same thing this year and lose to the host team. It's killing me. Anyway, Shane Wright, this is the guy. I, I, I think he's the more consistent player. You know what, uh, Starvkowski, like, I mean, he's got the big size. He's the winger, power forward, coming down the wing. But I've seen a lot of big body um, international players being drafted high in the first round. Buffalo Sabres, Gergensen, um, he's one that comes to mind. And they don't really work out. I think Shane Wright, I mean, you don't want to go with the safe pick, get Burlington kid right next door to us here in Hamilton. Uh, I think he's the guy projected i mean yeah he didn't score uh i think 50 goals i think he had 34 this year everyone expected a lot more uh in fact he finished second in scoring and eight eighth in ohl scoring but he put up like 70 assists so i think he's the safe guy i think you want to go with the guy down the middle i think he's a i think he's a stud i, I think he's a guy that you build around so i'd be surprised if the habs don't pick him all right well we'll be watching it closely bubba thanks for this next time i'll ask you about the cebl let's do it soon thanks for this update my man and uh, enjoy the weekend anytime all right love it Clint- good to see calgary out there enjoy absolutely clint bubba o'neill from chch television hamilton and the tie cats podcast when we come back a sports update and a viewer takeover you're watching the rp show on the game plus television network also live on youtube And you can always catch the podcast wherever the podcasts are found, including Apple, Google, Stitcher, and Spotify. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. They call it Cowtown, specifically uh, this week ahead, 24 hours away from the official kickoff to the Calgary Stampede. A first for me, Kevin Costner, the parade marshal. It's just going to be fantastic, to quote John Frenzy. By the way, in hour two, uh, I'm going to tee this up. Brinson James is going to be with us. You have to be watching. This is about entertainment, okay? We'll get around all the other topics, NHL, CFL, too. But Brinson James, he's... Rodeo clown slash entertainer. I watched him here the other night at Cody Snyder's Bull Bust, and I said, I have, n- I have never seen anything like this. He's from near Gainesville, Florida. Rodeo background and family. Hell of a story and a, a showman. He's going to be with us an hour or two right here at Bull Busted. Uh, sports update week five in the CFL kicks off tonight with... Part two in the Battle of Alberta, the unbeaten Calgary Stampeders, who defeated the Edmonton Elks 30-23 back on June 25th at McMahon Stadium here, will try to boost their 3-0 record at Edmonton's Commonwealth Stadium, while the host Elks will be aiming to even up the provincial rivalry and improve on their 1-3 record. It is a 7 p.m. kickoff tonight on TSN. All the numbers are pointing to a Calgary win tonight, which will probably mean Edmonton will win. We're going to be there. Thank you, Elks, for hooking us up. I'm looking forward to it. Bull Bichette hit a tie-breaking homer in the eighth inning, and the Toronto Blue Jays rallied past Oakland 2-1 Wednesday to snap a five-game skid before moving on to Seattle for a four-game series against the Mariners, which opens tonight. The Jays' Matt Chapman homered against his former team for the second straight day. Toronto starter Jose Barrios pitched six strong innings, allowing one run on four hits with six strikeouts. 
That Mariners-Blue Jays series again starts tonight. It is an 8.07 first pitch mountain. Corey Kluber worked six scoreless innings, and the Tampa Bay Rays beat the Red Sox 7-1 Wednesday in the ML debut, MLB debut of Brian Bello, the top pitching prospect in Boston's system. This sports update for Edo Japan. Delicious Japanese-inspired meals and snacks made to order with high-quality ingredients. Now, I'm probably going to have to take my glasses off here to read these comments that have come in from the viewers in this viewer takeover. But now I have to apologize. I did read this one in the break, so I was ready for it. It's from Grant in Kelowna. And, yeah, i got to take these off. These are too dark. He says, hi, Rod and Moose. Looking forward to the draft. Canucks need defense. You're right. You're right. The Rough Riders can't overlook Ottawa. And as a Cubs fan, they're going against a pitcher that is 10-0. and I think he's due for a loss. Your opinion? Problem is the Cubs can't score. I can tell you from the bottom of my heart, I have zero opinion on the Chicago Cubs pitching or lack of offense or anything else. It is all I can do to stay on top of what the Blue Jays might be doing. Just got to be real with you. John in Edmonton writes in, and he says, Rain and thunder in Edmonton tonight, Rod. Thank you. I'll bring my rain jacket. Appreciate it for looking out for us. Uh, Ted in Red Deer regarding our last interview. Bubba, yes, what a great interview. First time I've listened to him. Fantastic. And as I said earlier, he uh, hosts the Ticats podcast. There are a couple of breaking news items coming out of the National Hockey League today. And I thank all the viewers that have written in that Christopher Letang has signed, what is it, six-year, $36.6 million deal with the Pittsburgh Penguins. So Letang is off the board. He was uh, one of the top defensemen, obviously, listed going into free agency, which begins July 13th. That is next week, just under a week today, I guess. And now they can go after Jenny Malkin. I mean, the word is that, Malkin's nose was out of joint, that the Penguins made it very clear to him that their priority was to sign Christopher Letang first, and they did. Basically, six by six. Point one. Congratulations, Chris Letang. What a story he's been through. And um, the other one, the L.A. Kings hiring Manon Rayom as, what did you guys say, special advisor and in charge of player development? I mean, congratulations, Manon. What's she been doing? I got to look into this with regards to her hockey background. Well, she played pro hockey, so I guess that qualifies her for a job with the Los Angeles Kings. Next hour, our pro lacrosse insider, Stephen Stamp. And I'm so looking forward to Brinson James, rodeo entertainer here at Bull Buston, right after this break on Game Plus Television. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. 
serving collectors since 1945. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.